Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Yay, welcome. This is Gemma. I'm so happy you could make it. And I am excited to be here. Happy Thanksgiving. That was yesterday. Um, and la la la, yesterday was Thanksgiving. Okay, so I didn't come to yesterday. I was staying in bed as long as possible because of my poison ivy. It is like, it is a lot. It's a lot, and I think my biggest question is, why didn't I take steps sooner? It's like I have this massive denial at how bad I get poison ivy, or how bad I'm in it. Like, I was in it. I'm sure I was in it, but I was just, like, wishful thinking, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, but um, I feel like, yes, next time, I have a clear perspective. I'm one of those people that has to figure things out in a um, in a physical way. Like, uh, you know, you. it really helps me to understand things from a perspective of I made it myself or I, you know, invented it or something like that. And I haven't had a clear understanding of poison ivy to this date. Now, I will say I bought this medication. Uh, it's like a lotion soap thing you rub on and I swear it feels like sandpaper on my poison ivy but um it had this great inner flyer so reading that it helps me to understand so much more and I'm crossing my fingers that in the future (laughs) I will get the tech new soap and immediately scrub my entire body and stop this nonsense this is crazy I'm not going to stop working outside so between a Tyvek soup and scrubbing myself down with Tech New Soap, I'm I'm hoping that's going to be like the big change for me where Poison Ivy will never, ever be a, uh, get you know, a problem again. We'll see. We'll see. So today, it's interesting because that does kind of play into this uh, concept I wanted to ch- chat about today, which is this duality. Mm-hmm. So we live in duality. And if you've been operating a lot from programs that are running that you haven't had a good reason to get rid of, not so much inspired action running the the show, um, then from that vantage point and also the vantage point of 3D and the vantage point of ego, the idea of the duality is all or nothing. So it's like, well, I'm either of this world or have nothing to do with this world. And more and more and more, it's becoming clear to me that (laughs) there's this balance, but the bigger picture and where we're all headed is to be in this world, but not of it. And I don't even know if those are the right words. So what I'm talking about is that I will wake up and have poison ivy. I have to take care of that poison ivy. I can't just escape my body into my spirit world. <laughs> and and it's it's fine. It's like, okay, so, but 
I can take care of the poison ivy without having to judge, without having to make this the all that is. And I don't have to complain about it. And I don't have to feel pain necessarily. And I, I don't have to do any of these things associated with disease or um, ailment or pain or being sick. But, okay, so let's backtrack again. Because really what's going on here is not something you have to aim for. It's something that will happen to you. And I've seen it happen to people I know. And it's beautiful. And it's happened to me. So what you're aiming for is this practice of unconditionally loving yourself and 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 And at some point of your expansion you will suddenly like feel grateful and kind of blissed out and maybe or maybe not you feel that way but what you're going to notice is that you're so appreciative to be here and yet who you are, the value of who you are, and the value of this experience is not dependent on the outside world. <sighs> and I'm gonna see, I'm gonna have a sip of my drink. Mmm, God, I love hot drinks, so. Mmm. So let's backpack, backtrack again. When we are in ego, ego says, oh, um, you don't understand I have six kids. You don't understand. I have to go to work every day. You don't understand. Someone's got to pay the bills. You don't understand. My mom's sick and I can't be happy because my mom's sick. Okay. So these are all of this world ideas that are saying that there's no way to be in this world and not consumed by it or or dragged down by it or... Um, controlled by it, affected by it. But what I am telling you is that when you raise your frequency to a certain level, and we only do that through loving ourselves, what happens is we aren't affected. We are not being affected by the outside world. The world's happening. We're responding to it. We're not reacting. We are responding. Um, Responding as in, my daughter shows up from her dad's. My world shifts. Suddenly, Bella's a part of my world now. And I'm going to respond accordingly. And, you know, I have even been like, <laughs> so this is what's interesting. When Bella was really little and I had some programs running about how to parent. And I'm not talking about baby. I'm not even sure if I'm talking about toddler, like little toddler. We're talking about after she was walking. And it didn't happen too often. But if I got stressed out, um, if I felt overwhelmed, Mm. my frequency would drop and the old programs about being a parent that I had not released would engage. And these programs included programs on being the authority, being the one in control, being the one who knew everything or knew, you know, more, um, being the one who was supposed to be listened to and minded. Okay. So these are the programs that kicked in for me And when Bella was standing her ground, having her own idea of what she should do, I can remember wanting to break that. Like I can remember, and I can remember how angry Bella got. And I think it only happened once or twice. Um, But other than that, like my experience when, my experience when I'm not low frequency 
and I'm having a moment of butting heads with Bella and I'm having an opinion and she's having a very different opinion is that I can give her information to make a decision different than she's making and I can do that through fact like just like this is the facts you know if the fish don't eat and you're responsible for feeding them they could die um or you could do it through manipulation and guilt not so fun and not exactly helpful um or we can just choose to see differently and we can choose to make different decisions and my idea of what makes me happy cannot include bella minding me now that was a mouthful so this has often been the route taken because there are times where I blurt out and tell Bella, do this or don't do this, and she doesn't mind me. Now, it's not a huge discussion on it, but it's interesting because I don't feel that I've been, oh God, blasphemed by her doing it her own way. And and sometimes I've gotten upset, like I'll, I'll be upset and I'll be like, Bella, blah, 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 blah. She doesn't even take me seriously. And the reason, it's not that she doesn't love me. It's not that she doesn't value what I say, but she's weighing it against what she knows and it's not registering for her as, as a better idea. And I've come to realize this very fast and I more than realize it. See, realizing is implying I'm thinking about this. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just feeling like, okay, you know, she knows now and she can do what she's going to do. It, and neither of us is taking it personally. So when we think we're of this world, everything is personal. But when we become human souls having, I mean, not human souls, souls having a human experience, this is all like dabbling. This is all trying this on, trying that on. You know, uh, just because I was at the grocery, uh, not grocery, sorry, at the, um, at the clothing store and I tried on an outfit I didn't like doesn't mean like for the rest of the day I'm gonna feel bad about that choice and how dare I make that choice. No, I'm just gonna take it off and put on another outfit. So this is kind of like our option here. Mm. But we live in a world that's low frequency for the most part or we were born into a low frequency world and we're finding our way out of it but we still have a foot in it. And so it's easy to see it real this idea of taking things personally on purpose and to be of this world instead of having just an experience in this world so what I want you to take away from today is the fact that you will get there <laughs> you will get to this place where you are doing this world but not from a place of reaction and not from a place of taking things personally and not from a place of identifying with it as who you are. You're going to do it because you're here. Because this is where your consciousness woke up this morning, so you'll do it. That's a beautiful thing. But you will be loving yourself. you know. And, and if loving yourself means you took a nap and you woke up somewhere else or in another country, you'll just do that. You won't flip out. You're just going to be present within you present within you, finding the answers from within you, not looking for the answers on the outside world, not reacting to this environment as who you are. So this is a big deal. And okay, so maybe I got off track here. What I want you to take away from this is that you will get there. 
and the route to getting to this place where the world can be the world and you can just enjoy being present in it, even if you're upset or crying or whatever, is a path of loving yourself unconditionally. That is the path to getting there. You don't have to try to take it not personally. You don't have to try to not react. You don't have to catch yourself reacting and stop yourself. You just have to love yourself. Now this is really easy and fun. So if you catch yourself reacting, one way you can love yourself is like, even though I'm reacting to this moment, to this person, to this experience, I love and accept myself unconditionally. You know, I even though I'm reacting, I love myself. This reaction is welcome in this body. You know, these are the kind of things we can say that is truly loving ourselves at this now moment. Not avoidance, not distraction, not like I'm having a reaction. Whoa, quick, go run a bathtub, get out of this, get out of the situation. Now, if in order to get to the point where you say, even though I'm having this reaction, I love and accept myself unconditionally, you want to step away and the distraction is a bathtub, okay, do it, do it, take the steps. But eventually you're going to get to the point where you're in the reaction and you can mentally step out of it. You can just step out of it and then physically step out. Sometimes the mental happens before the physical. Physical is like, this is so super cool. The physical is an aberration of the mental thought. It happens because there is the thought first. It's like the, the, the physical reaction is just the actors acting out the script, but the script is what caused it. And the script is the thought, it is the emotion. So we are responsible for those thoughts and emotions. And if you can love the reaction, you're loving something and you're shifting that frequency within you from whatever the reaction, feeling, emotion was, maybe it was jealousy, maybe it was anger or resentment. You're shifting that to love. If we can love something, it even if it's the reaction, even if it's the situation we found ourselves in that we don't like, if we can just send it love, if we can love on it, the magic can happen. And you make a practice of this and it's faster and it's more amazing and pretty soon, you're not taking any of this seriously. It's not to be taken seriously. It's merely uh, opportunities to really, really, truly know us. And we are not our reactions. We're what came before that. You know, we are what came before. And we will find that out as we undo. Because the thing you'll never undo, that can never be released, is the essence of you, which is love. And that's why when we love things too, we feel so at home. It feels so good. If you are resisting the truth of who you are, if you are scared to know the truth of who you are, then yes, loving something might feel uncomfortable or painful. Just keep practicing that. That will pay off so huge and way bigger than anything else. And this is leading to everything we've been talking about. It's the quantum jumping. It's forgiveness. It's joy and bliss. It's inspired action. It's creating that which has never been before. It's leaping your life into places that people are like, what? How in the world is that even possible? You're so lucky. No, you're not lucky. You're just brilliant. You're brilliant. You know how to love yourself unconditionally and you're willing to do it today. How awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love you so much. I got to find my little outro here. I can do it. I can do it. 
It's so wild. We're having, oh my goodness, we've got background stuff going on. There's all sorts of little things happening lately that I know how to get around. And one of them is the fact that my iTunes on my computer, it freezes every time I use it. And that's fine. I looked it up. It's happened to a lot of people. I can deal with it. Oops. Let me try this. <laughs> anyway, I love you all so much. You have no idea. Have a wonderful day. And just think about practicing this loving self thing. It'll work. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.